0: Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout.
1: September 28th, 2023, and this is episode 354 of the PHP Ugly podcast. This is a podcast about three developers who make a living coding in PHP, run a business focused on PHP, and just enjoy PHP and tech in general. We get together every Thursday night and just talk. Uh like to thank our sponsors for this episode, Adam and Eve Adult Toy. Um, sorry, I gotta I gotta close some tabs apparently. No, uh PHP Storm, Honey Badger IO and PHP Architect. As always, we also like to thank our sponsors on Patreon. We're gonna circle back around and talk about all of them a little later in the show, but for now, let me introduce the rest of the guys here with me tonight. John Congdon. Hello, hello. And Tom up. I
2: I do not run a PHP tech company. I am not involved in any way with, with PHP architect. That's because
0: you turned down our offer years ago, so drop it. <laughs> 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 yeah. In fact, you used us, bastard. To the enrich I, yourself, The, the way I recall it. Is that, is that not what
2: running a development company is? Is it like using... Somebody to enrich yourself.
1: I didn't say we all ran a company. I just said run a company. Some of us run a company. PHP Architect would be that company that we run.
0: That's been Gentlemen, very busy lately.
1: I, I, I've been telling the current wife. I just do not feel like I can get ahead of things. Like I'm doing everything I can just to tread water. Right now, it's. I don't know what's going on. It's the weirdest thing. Just so many things. So many
2: Didn't your children do water polo?
1: What? Get
2: some get some water treading. Like,
1: what's wrong with you? Why why do we have you on this show? Can you I remind don't, me? I don't You're don't just know. a project manager,
2: right? No, I'm the I'm the like loose funny guy.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You're the guy we po- point to and say, what's... "Don't don't become this." What's what's that say? The Howard Stern saying? I don't know. Uh, which have been a,
2: like much it? of a
0: Howard Stern. The person news,
2: the news, the funny, and the dick.
0: Huh? No clue. No clue. What you're talking about? Not a clue. Uh, and well, I'm a Howard sh- Stern fan. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. The right. show just
1: started off fantastically. Swimming. Hey, if you want
0: to, if you want to join us during this show live, head over to discord.phpugly.com Com and hang out with us.
2: It would make Eric so happy. It he, delayed, he delayed starting today's episode because we did not have enough viewers.
1: I have a threshold I'd like to hit just to make sure everybody's had time to join. I really to make sure everybody gets the full Harry Mack experience. So many times people join after Harry Mack. So yeah, I've been trying to be a little bit more aware of our, our listeners and especially the people who watch us live. And trying to, trying to, s- small, small little tweaks to make things a little better here and there. See, you don't appreciate it, bastard. What are you talking about? I
2: put on a red shirt just because it matched you guys today.
1: Now we look like we're part, part of some cult or something. Right? Yeah. No, no, that's that's Nike's. <laughs> See, look, Sarah missed Harry Mack. Man, wah,
2: wah. And our viewership went down by one
0: because harry Harry mac's over
1: that's it it. they'll they'll, (laughs) they'll come back on at the end
0: yeah that's the way it works
1: oh
2: my goodness john yes we can't start with you because i've seen your trello board and it is baffling so eric (laughs) how was how was your week
1: we don't talk we don't talk trello off the bat anyways but how no,
2: I I hundred percent know that that John's Trello board was about his week, and I do not want to start there. Eric, how is
1: week? <laughs> okay, all right. Can't
0: can't he, I? Get he's, he's not wrong.
1: <laughs> uh, t- uh, Tom, I don't know it. Uh, like I said, it just it's, I feel like I'm doing everything I can, just to, to not fall too much further behind on the things I'm trying to get done. Just and it's not just like one thing. I have one of our clients. I, I have a upcoming two-hour meeting because their customer wanted to talk to the IT department. And i we, uh, why? We're supposed to be the we're we're the people behind the curtain. You know, you're not supposed to talk to customers. But uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm typing nonstop from morning to night and none of it's been code lately. And that just really starts to frustrate me. I I get really irritated by that, but yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at. What about you? How was your week?
2: Uh, My week's been interesting. I've got three tickets that merged into one ticket because they're all in the same general zone of, of coding. And now I'm trying to meet three separate specs with three different project managers (laughs) and uh, drop the ball on one of them. That sounds like fun.
1: Just can I, can I ask a question?
2: Yeah. It's about project management.
1: How many project managers do you have?
2: Well, I'm afraid that's (laughs) privileged information.
1: I mean, is it more than like You can count on one hand. Yeah. Or one finger? Oh yeah. <laughs> like one finger, this finger? Yeah. Really? Uh I don't, uh, I don't get it.
2: There's a lot of uh a lot of balls in the air, as they say. Uh
1: so uh Really? No ball joke from you, Tom? Nope.
2: I thought
1: you were a, I thought you were teeing yourself up that time.
2: Nope. Uh it's it's frustrating to have a ticket. That should be, like, a one-week, maybe two-week thing, stretch into a full month.
1: What what's that, in my world?
2: Because, well, because that that imposter syndrome just starts kicking in hardcore, where you're mm-hmm. like, I have not contributed to anything for a solid month. Yeah. And, uh, fortunately, the ticket I'm working on has, has some visual changes, so... Mm-hmm everyone working on the system when they pull develop when it merges is going to be like oh this is new this is different this is cool somebody worked on this instead of those invisible changes that i normally work on where i could be here for a year and no one would have any idea that i did anything whatsoever Mm -hmm. uh but it is uh it is frustrating to have stuff sort of like well i mean to stack shit to be honest to like Take shit on top of shit and say like, yeah, this, this doesn't work because of a change I'm working on. And then this doesn't work because of a change I'm working on. And so like, I have to release all of the things at once. And, and one of the, one of those things has a bunch of CSS in it. (laughs) So I'm just, I'm just pulling at the window shades, like
0: constantly. I I thought you had, I thought you had front people to do that. We do have front
2: end people but the job description is full stack developer and the well, front end team has their own allotment of issues.
0: I I understand the, the the full stack thing but when you have people that can specialize you should allow them to use their specialty.
2: I have people that can
1: help me but
2: uh, as a as you, I, you
1: have you have like 20 PMs and no CSS people <laughs> no, like
2: this is stuff I shouldn't bother people about. Uh like if you want to close a window and there's an X in the top right corner, that's an answerable thing on my own accord. You should not be bothering front end team about vertical alignment and left alignment and stuff like that. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> they've got their they've got their own way to pull and I am a team. I am a tech lead. I should know how to search these for these things myself, and I do. I, I figure them out. It takes me.
0: Oh, I can. You know, I can CSS. I can JavaScript too. But I know where my my limit is, and I'm not great at it. Like there there's a there's an
2: limit is tailwind. Uh,
0: there is a good art to it that I don't have. Absolutely, and
2: and the front end people that we have are extraordinarily good at react interfaces and components and this is not the place i should be bothering them with that kind of stuff they are they are really working on higher priority things and i know how to look things up for myself so i need to look them up for myself it's just a pain in the ass
0: when, when, I, the do that, when the I do that when i do that for when i do that the front end people get pissed off because there's a better way to do it
2: 100 <laughs> percent. this has not gone to code review yet I'm going to piss off so many front end people, but that's me. the time to piss them off. Their job is front end code review. And when they see it, they'll throw, they'll throw a hot pile straight at my face and say, you did this wrong, but that's when I'm supposed to bother them.
0: Speaking of specialties, it, it, it's reminding me of a book I'm reading now. Uh, have either of you read Everybody the Phoenix tips. project? Uh, that one too. Yes. Right?
1: The, the yeah. I, project? I, I we I talked about this. We we talked about this a couple of years ago. Man, that thing gave me PTSD. That I'm, thing is so spot on. It is so spot on.
0: So there's a follow up book that I'm in the middle of now called the Unicorn Project. So the Phoenix Project was more uh, DevOps operations centered. The Unicorn Project follows up on that. Takes place in the same time period, but written later, so they update it a little bit but it's around the developer part of it. And it's really good. I'm enjoying it.
2: Is this part of know. the PHP Architect library?
0: No. No. This is this, this is, a, is fiction. Yeah. Not coding.
2: Well, I bring that up because I think a lot of people don't know that when you subscribe to PHP Architect, there is a like full-on library that comes included with the subscription that
0: has, I mean, just... all the all the back issues of php architect magazine yes
2: not just that but there's a library
0: isn't there you're talking about the books yeah you don't get that with your subscription those are that's separate
2: that are included with the subscription
0: oh there's not i run the company i know what's available i mean you can buy them yes you can buy the books i
2: don't know i think you're wrong.
0: <laughs> oh wow, I
2: just pulled up the PHP Architect website. Yes. That is
0: phparch.com. What about it?
2: phparch.com. That is some self-service right there. That's the shirt you're currently wearing.
0: Of course it is. Of course of it website.
2: is. there's what there's what we call in the business a hero banner.
1: Thank you, honey badger. What?
2: <laughs> no. Thank you
0: PHP Architect.
2: <laughs> there is a hero banner on the front of phparch.com featuring our man in gray, John Congdon.
1: What the hell? Who put that there? Oh
0: Eric my God. Was working hard. I think, hard we, I think we got hacked. Yeah, I worked uh, hard. I, I gave the it the to panels? our design
1: team and said make something.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so we are accepting uh we are currently doing call for speakers for PHP Tech 2024. So if you go to tech.phparch.com forward slash speakers, submit your ideas. The more you the got, you got written up
2: in the, uh, use your words. Oh, I'm working on it. The okay. PHP, the PHP monthly write up from
0: PHP annotated.
2: Uh, yes. PHP annotated.
1: Wow. That was painful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who got written up?
2: You guys, PHP Tech plus Call for Papers link in PHP Annotated this month.
1: Oh, cool. We've we've had a good uh, submission. A nice little tick of submissions coming in.
0: I did. I, 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 that sponsor. Yeah. I happened to reach out, or I happened to be looking, and I saw, I was just curious what kind of keynotes were being uh, put up, because I'm curious. And somebody submitted, and I'm, reading the proposal, I'm like, this is not a, a keynote speech. This is just like a normal talk. So i I reached out to them. They haven't responded. I'm like, do you want me to move this? So we actually consider it. And if you really want to talk, could you submit at least one or two more? We prefer you to, to submit two, three, four topics that you want to speak on. <laughs>
1: four, five, <laughs> six, just, 12. Or just give you a room. Just keep talking.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if you would like to attend PHP tech, with a flight and hotel, all you gotta do is give one or two, maybe seven talks at the conference.
1: We actually Go have ahead. a special going on. I don't think we've uh, shared with people.
0: We have, but we can share it again. If it's what I'm thinking If it's what, like think t- if it's what to I'm thinking of.
1: Write for mm-hmm. PHP Architect. Uh, if you write a feature article for us between now and, I guess, tech. If you want, you can forego getting paid for that and get a ticket to tech. Just the ticket to tech. We're not going to fly you out and put you up in a hotel room, but a ticket to the conference. So, if you got a feature article in you and you don't feel like being a speaker, now speakers they get the uh, they get the special treatment, right they They get to go to tech. We typically fly them out. We put them up in the hotel room. They get a really cool little snaggy. Snaggy? Nope. They get a, they get a cool uh, speaker gif. Swag. So,
0: We're doing that again? Nobody liked the one we gave them last time. So,
1: what? Really? <laughs> I was so proud of those Eddie cups. Nobody liked it? Really?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm just... Why why do you do that
1: to
2: me? I told you guys nipple clamps was a bad call. (laughs) Adam and
1: Eve, thank you for your sponsorship.
2: (laughs) Eric, I want you to follow very closely with me right now. Okay. We're gonna get to John's week. Okay. Before we do. Okay. We need to thank our sponsors.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Please. What? Way, to,
2: way to go a <laughs> we here at PHP Ugly are happy to have JetBrains and PHP Storm as a sponsor the entire team at PHP Ugly uses PHP Storm every day and we love it PHP Storm is a cutting edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers whether you're a newcomer or it's just been a hot minute since your last dive in, there's never been a better time to revisit with a slick, clean new UI, blazing speed enhancements, and a richer toolkit, it's transforming the way we code. It's time to start coding like a professional. Visit jetbrains.com forward slash phpstorm and kick off your 30 day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. Let's get back to getting ugly. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Thank you Storm. PHP Storm. PHP Storm.
1: Your eyes are haunting. In that video, my eyes are <laughs>
0: haunting
2: in every video, AI generated oh, or not.
0: John, Sarah has sir, a point. The, the piano does seem a little sad in that one. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> com- com- combined with the lack of emotion in Tom. <laughs> I was like,
1: look who's look who's <laughs> his, his doing the talking there, <sighs> John.
0: How was yes. your week? My week was fucking awesome. Gee, whoa. Okay. It's <laughs> coming out the gate with the F-word. I was gonna bring that up because
2: one of your tickets in in Trello is just fucking awesome. It's just the words fucking awesome for no like no context, no nothing.
0: <clears throat> that that's that's the whole point of my my tickets. They're meant to jog my memory on things I want to talk about. No, my week was a hot mess because today is Thursday and it's Shit, I got a
2: podcast to do. <laughs>
0: it, it's release day, and I happen to just wake up, you know, because I got to get the kids ready for school. And as soon as I get out and walk into the bathroom, I get a phone call. Hey, can you get on Zoom right now? We're having an issue. Fuck. And it took us two to three hours this morning to debug everything. One of them was missing binaries in production. And that frustrates me. Uh, we're in the process of trying to dockerize the entire container, the dockerize production so that it matches local. And I opened a pull request where I added a binary to the, our local Docker containers, but forgot to say, hey, ops, can you create a new AMI with this binary all ready to go? So, of course, my PR gets accepted, merged, and blows up in production. <laughs> And I spent all day getting on all the web servers and manually installing it because the, the one person that knows how to bake a new AMI was up really late last night and had his phone silenced going straight to voicemail. So I was like, this is, uh, this Kaelin, is not good.
2: We're all looking at you.
0: <laughs> no, 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 not Kaelin. So It's
2: always Kalen.
0: So there was that. And then, then we're getting reports from... Uh, tier three support saying, yeah, this team can't start dialing. Like it just errors out. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And along the same lines, spent way too long to figure out why this variable was blank in the, uh, HTML when it's been working for years, no problem. My code that got released was shut. We're trying to shut down this, uh, legacy, um API for lack of I mean that's that's all it is. We hit this this server, it's code that's off on an island. Nobody maintains it. It's still it's running PHP five. What?
2: You can say microservice. Like yeah we'll it's, get roasted yeah. for that but it's yeah
0: I mean it's it's microservicey. But it's just it all it does is it's a gateway to a centralized database. We now have access to it from our main code base and we're slowly pulling that functionality off the API back into our, our monolith application. I did that, not realizing that when I was hitting this service, I, it's using Laravel, and I'm doing a JSON response, which apparently fixes some JSON errors that I didn't know about. So we're sitting here fighting. Why is this not uh, erroring out? Like, it's just giving me a blank string. I, I put in there JSON throw an error. It's still not erroring out, and it turns out there's uh, UTF8 characters that could not be JSON encoded. It was bizarre. There's there's a property to throw into JSON encode that will substitute invalid UTF8 characters, so that fixed the issue. But it took for way too long to figure out.
1: If you do subscribe to PHP Architect, we have a article coming out next month. For artisan way written by uh, fucking Steve, uh, where he starts to um, <clears throat> I, I don't I forget what he called what the title of it was, but basically uh, take away some of the magic from uh, Laravel as far as like making it more symphony ish, where he does things like he he returns the type JSON even though. Laravel returns Jason by default. And he does, he, he does extra verbose things that you really don't need to do in the Laravel app, but it's a great practice. It makes reading the code so much easier. I got to read the article because he reached out to me and asked my opinion
0: on it. Really good article. The article. Yeah. Your audio is all messed up for some reason. <laughs> it, it just sounds like you're underwater. Um it's no nah, it comes and goes it'll it'll fix itself in a second uh so I don't know if you guys realize, but I don't use a lot of spicy language I don't say fuck very often i'm I just don't i I've had people yeah, in my you life you were
2: a dad before you were actually a dad
0: i'll yeah I'll, I'll confirm yeah. that yeah i just i just don't i had people in my life that like every other word was F this and F this. like, it's like just too much. So I tend not to, and I've always told my kids, there's no such thing as a bad word. It's as long as you use words in context, I don't care. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not going to, you said a bad word, I'm not, just I'm not like that. The other day, Tuesday night, I'm at my kid's soccer practice at the end of st- practice as the coach no i'm not a coach just i'm just there i'm just i'm just a dad watching his kid practice soccer as he's walking off the field towards me practice is over i walk up to him i'm like that was fucking awesome i immediately heard myself say it i'm like uh you did so like i just kept praising him and, and just steamrolled past it and it was just one of those things where I'm seeing the growth in him as like a player on the team. Like he's running faster than he's ever run before. He's doing more than he's ever done. So I was just, I had this moment of pride in him and that just blurted out. And I told uh, my wife later and she's like, did you address it with him? I'm like, no, I just kind of moved on. So that night I asked him, I'm like, Hey, did you hear what I said to you on the, on the field? And he goes, yeah, you were talking about just how good I did. And I'm like, yeah, but did you hear the other thing that I said? And he goes, yeah, Deb, but you, it's okay because you used it in a positive context. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. Your kids it's are going to get beat up in school so bad.
0: Yeah, it's so, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it was just funny. Your kid's going
2: to go to high school and everyone's be like, oh, did you just leave homeschool? And he's like,
0: no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Why? <laughs> no.
1: I do I do have uh some exciting stuff I forgot to mention. Um we got a round table
3: form. No way.
1: What? Yeah, very much so. A lot of it has Sarah, a lot this, of it is is this real? A lot of it is because of our Discord. People in our Discord. There was uh, a couple of developer relations people, you know. We're going to do a roundtable or do a panel of uh, developer relations, developer advocate, which sounds weird. It's like, you know, they're having just like, I don't know what that means, but uh, whatever, whatever the titles are. There's like a thousand different cities, huh?
2: That means you meet
1: developers.
2: We need advocates. Yeah. It's the whole joke about being a people person
1: on, on
2: office space.
1: What? Anyways, a- I I got I got a couple of people locked in. I mean, everybody's locked in. All, all we have to do now is settle on a date and time to make sure everybody can show up. But uh, just a few spoilers: uh, Uncle Cal Cal Evans is going to be on, so real excited about that. It's a big uh, A couple couple people in our Discord, including fucking Steve, is going to be on and. Yeah, and Sarah, Sarah has confirmed <laughs> that she's willing to be on.
0: I I, I thought that Sarah meant that you were talking about doing it in July of 2024.
1: Yeah, no, that's about right. Yeah, I think I should be able to get everything squared away by then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Danger, Danger is going to be on. So it's going to be fun.
0: I'm uh, hey, I'm excited. Go and bring them back to the original PHP Architect, huh?
1: I guess so. Maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe that's what that's what we should do. We should do a roundtable of all the PHP architect people. No, mm. no. I don't want to. I don't want to hear how bad we're doing. So don't do
2: that. Oscar, is don't give a shit. What makes you think I'd
1: invite you, John? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I I need to bring it up again. But the primogen, have you reached out? Have you reached out to the primogen? Right.
1: Why would I have reached out to the primogen?
2: I cannot get enough of his videos about code that I do not understand. It's, it's all way over my head, but he's so
1: good. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I've been watching him for a year or so. I, I don't know. Are, Are you trying to queue up for something? Do we have a sponsor? ad? you want to do a sponsor ad? Well, I can't tell. I can't tell when you're segueing or when you're just you're you're trailing off. It, they they kind of, they sound the same to me. I
2: wasn't trying to queue up for something, but he did an interview with the developer of uh v0.dev which is stands for version 0, which is a UI generated with like an AI UI generated with prompts. And and like yeah, I never want to do CSS ever again. I never want to do JS. I never want to do HTML. And this is a total solution for that where you give it a prompt and then you can edit the prompt as it displays it to you in line. Like it exports to a bunch of different languages, a bunch of different things that I, I feel like design is kind of dying because of AI,
0: I was thinking the same thing, Sarah.
1: I don't... uh, I'm not sure I I follow that, but... (laughs) I missed what Sarah said.
0: Did you just mansplain that v 0 means version 0 to a room full of nerds? Yes, you did. (laughs) I was thinking the same exact thing when you said it. (laughs)
2: Uh, For those of you who don't know, mansplaining is when... (laughs) I'm I'm glad somebody got that It's a difficult joke joke to understand. Not everybody's going to get it. Not everyone's going to get it.
1: You you, you have to be a higher tier evolved person. So basically, I (laughs) mean, I don't get that one.
2: But this is the first time I've seen AI actually start to threaten jobs. What, Tom? This is the first time I've seen AI actually start to threaten jobs where I was like, oh, in a small environment, this could totally replace the need for a designer.
1: I've never seen that. I'll I'll have to check the site out.
2: You should, because like you give it the most basic prompt, which is uh, a contact form or a payment field with three payment levels: uh, basic, pro, and enterprise. Or, uh, but that's that's
1: simple stuff, right? I mean, will it do like simple
2: stuff? But it does. It does so much of the work.
1: Talk over me. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to any template site and have those things accessible to you. I don't. Maybe I'm so missing
2: something. The, here. the key. The key to this is that. I literally can, almost into the stream. You can click on a component and say, "This part of what you generated is wrong. Uh, I don't want full name in a field. I want two fields." one for first name one for last name
0: you you are but, impressed but by the I, weirdest things i you you sound so impressed by it the first thing i pull up is a chessboard with unicorn char- unicode characters and the chessboard is just garbage what are you talking about
1: yeah oh, yeah, yeah is, this is this is, is awesome that is garbage <laughs> is awesome. you, you, but, but that's i the, i, that's I the don't the i can never prompt. tell what you're going to like just stink your teeth in and the, what concerns me is we'll try to back away and say it's not that good and that's when that's when things go off the rail well the,
2: the primogen's <laughs> video on this was with the developer it went into a lot more detail it had a lot of interesting components i just, so I just he, he was interviewing I you developer? HTML, yeah i hate html and css so much that this just instantly made my life better and i tried to sign up for it and they're like yeah you're on the waiting
1: list like well, I'm I'm pretty important though. I don't tell you, Tom. Like I'm a I'm under I'm underwater, I'm too close to my mic. What do you want from me tonight, Tom? Should I just walk away? Oh, was that a private message? What did you not want me to say anything? I'm sorry. Hey Tom, I did do something this week I think you would enjoy. You I actually brought you, it up
2: when it was your turn to talk about what you did a, this week. A few
1: weeks <laughs> well, I'm the host, so I can I can oh, inter- interject whenever I want. It's one of the things i got the the, the flipper i i've I really have gotten into my flipper this I thing
2: that's so much
1: this thing is so much fun i've yeah. gotten into like figuring out what frequency things transmit on and then you know imitating that this has been uh, this is basically it, it's right now I'm basically using it as a glorified universal remote for like everything I own. I need to get to some like doors I can click into or something. That's what I want to do. But these, this flipper, I'm so tempted to buy another one just because the videos I watch, they kind of trigger you. They're like, Oh yeah, they're, they're not going to keep selling these. They're going to, they're going to, you you already can't buy them on Amazon and they've already taken them out of uh, stores. I'm like, yeah, I should buy another one before, before you can't buy them anymore.
2: Well, send to my house in case they raid your house and take the one you have. And then
0: I've, (laughs) Uh,
2: Eric's talking about the flip zero, which is a software defined radio with a scripting language built into it. That lets you do
1: a lot of anything. That's, I, I like I, these, these, uh, can I get that in these holes at the top? These are just general purpose IO holes that you can like connect and do yeah. readings. Oh man. It is so much fun. Yeah, it's. I need to get, get into the scripting part. So uh, I, I spent a good amount of time doing, uh, basically rubber duck, right? It, it has, it has an app called bad USB. I've yeah.
2: Huh? Well, what's so bad? You don't understand. Oh,
1: you would love this thing. This, this yes, is I right up your alley, Tom. Wait, please give
2: me
0: one. Why? Why, did, why not just buy one?
1: Yeah, I have three kids. Maybe this will be the speaker. How about don't buy a video game one next month? year? Maybe not buy a vape <laughs> cartridge a <laughs> month. It's, it's about the same price as a vape cartridge. Uh, it's one hundred and sixty
2: dollars, yeah. but that uh, is significantly that's... cheaper than. Our next story. No, significantly more expensive than our next story. I know you guys have been watching this. I know Eric is trying to find the Trello card I'm talking about, trying to like scrolling through it. Which one's Tom going to?
1: No, I was hovering over Honey Badger, which we gotta get to at some point. <laughs> you know ahead.
2: you know you know what should report to Honey Badger? The Raspberry Pi 5.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: you've piqued my interest. Well, let's talk about it after, after the break. There you go. Thanks to our friends at honeybadger.io for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring like web development can be complicated. There are tons of tools and techniques, but you just want to know that your app is up and that your customers are happy. When your customers encounter a problem, you need clear actionable intelligence, not walls of charts and reams of logs to tail. That's why they built Honey Badger, the monitoring tool we always wanted, a tool that's there when you need it and gets out of your way when you don't, so that you can keep shipping code, know when critical errors occur, and which customers are affected, respond instantly when your systems go down, improve the health of your systems over time, and fix problems before your customers can report them. Honey Badger is the application health monitoring tool built for you, the developer who cares about a quality product and happy customers. Be the hero of your team and sign up for a free trial and start monitoring today at honeybadger.io. Setup takes as little as five minutes. See what you've been missing and fix it. Once again, that's www.honeybadger.io. Thank you, Honey Thank Badger. You. Thank Badger. you, Honey Badger. I
1: really need to fix your video, Tom. John. I my video? Oh, yeah, the music. The music is so loud. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Well, you'd be wrong. It was. It was horrible. Oh. Yeah.
2: Should...
0: I should also fix the wording so I can say the word code correctly. Cute.
2: That's why I rely entirely on AI-generated ads.
0: Well, I think I, I was doing it late one night and my – I was trying to – Keep quiet. So I uh, was very confused there for a second. Yeah, I was just trying to be quiet as I was recording.
2: So big announcement yesterday: the Raspberry Pi Five, available in two flavors, four gigabyte and eight gigabyte. uh th- this comes up because this is the kind of thing that we just tinker with. We love these things, uh and this is the next. I, have, generation. I don't
1: tinker, man. I have one running all the time. I have a couple running all the time, actually. All right. They're yeah. very important we parts utilize, of my infrastructure.
2: We utilize them.
1: I even printed myself up a little rack. <laughs> 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 it's a little server
2: rack. Well, so interesting thing about the Pi 5 is it it has a separate uh, IO interface, PCIE Express interface. So you're looking at actually being able to connect PCI uh, devices such as... Uh, SATA, external GPUs, things like that. This is also the first Raspberry Pi that uses custom silicon. So the chip is designed, built, and operated by the Raspberry Pi company, Adafruit. It's a touch expensive.
1: Wait a minute, they, they built it?
2: So this is, yeah, so this is the first chip that's actually designed and built by Adafruit.
1: Oh. Uh. You know, uh, Adafruit the the owner the, was uh, one of the cult of the dead cows. Nope. She was she was part of that. Yeah. 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 I didn't, Are, I didn't know that. Uh, there's, I, there's a book I read read on cult of the dead cow. uh too, about, a, about a year ago, that was a- really good. Adafruit, not Adafruit. Ada boy. Wow. Well, you should make
2: a gif about it.
1: I'm curious about the uh, display. I see it's HDMI. Is it
2: true? It's it's a little confusing from looking at the board itself. Hmm. But there are actually two pipelines for display or camera. So uh, camera input was so popular, they decided that they're going to double up on it. uh, 4K at 60 FPS in or out. On the display ports, the HDMI itself is the same 4K at 60 FPS out, supporting both screens simultaneously. Now, this is an important thing is that this is separated from the USB input-output. The USB IO used to be tied to uh, a bunch of other things operating on the same chip. So if you were doing a lot of internet traffic, the uh, USB would slow down. It was all on the same pipe. That's no longer true. But the big, big change here is that the Raspberry Pi 5 runs at 2.4 gigahertz and is as much as three times faster than the Raspberry Pi 4, which is an astonishing accomplishment.
1: It's, it's, for the, it's board. the PC thing all over again i i don't get too blown away with it because i don't use my pie for anything where i'm like oh my god i need a faster pie i am curious though well but that was always because you could tom can i ask you a question yes what what are the i i'm not seeing enough like the connections i'm seeing aren't making sense sure uh i'm sure the top two on the right hand side are USBs. So
2: zoom, zoom in just a touch there. You'll notice that on the north side, it's white. That's USB 2.0. That's a double stacked USB 2.0. Yeah. The middle, blue.
1: it's blue. That's a USB double stacked 3.0. Right. So that's I, so I said I, I, I can see that these two are USBs. I'm not sure what this uh, last one is. Ethernet. Okay, that's Ethernet. So, all so, right. so hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish talking. Mm-hmm. So that's Ethernet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we we've accounted for all that. We have two USB C things here. Nope. Right? Okay. Micro
2: HDMI output.
1: Okay, I, I see a little bit of that uh, of that level yeah. there. So yeah, my, yeah, yeah. micro HDMI
2: it. looks a lot like uh, the USB B plug, mm-hmm. but it is in fact a unique protocol that. Raspberry Pi has relied on for a long time.
1: Okay. So what's the other one? Are they they both? Okay.
2: So now in the previous, in the previous, what's what's the last
1: one? What's the last one? That's USB-C power. Okay. So that's the power. So there's no, there. See, this is the thing that irritates me. There's no, there's no other USB-C. Like so many things can plug in with USB-C now and the only USB-C they have on the board is the one for power. That's what they have currently today and it's frustrating. So I, I want them to fix it. I
2: would I would venture a guess is that that's to avoid confusion because the USB-C protocol standard actually defines cables as either power or data. So if you were to go out and buy the cheapest USB cable you could get USB C cable you could get, it will not carry data. It will just carry power. And okay. the the intention of not having USB C elsewhere on the board, again, my guess is to not confuse things. Uh you mm. don't you don't want to plug a USB data cable into something that can only do power and sit there for hours trying to troubleshoot things.
0: Gotcha. So you were starting this with with Honey Badger. How are you? How is this relate relating to Honey Badger? Was there a, a problem? Why,
2: Why John?
1: <laughs> I thought there was a story here. Uh, okay, <laughs> if you didn't know, um, PHP Architect has a thriving YouTube channel. Well, thriving, it might be a little overstatement, but a good YouTube channel in Scott Keck Warren has been contributing videos on a regular click now for a year, a couple of years, a year and a half, a couple of years. I feel like uh, he has one out because, you know, it's coming up. HacktoberFests.
2: I'm so upset about this. Why? Because I never, I did not see it. I pulled up, I pulled up the board today to get ready for the podcast. And you had things that I had not seen. And that upset me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have.
1: I should have been prepared. I wasn't prepared. So Hacktoberfest is coming. If you, if you have not participated in Hacktoberfest over in the PHP Architect blog, uh, there, there is a, a post from Scott in a video explaining how to get involved with Hacktoberfest. Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, not specifically Hacktoberfest. Related, but kind of related, is if you're somebody who just wants to get involved with open source. If you're not aware what Hacktoberfest is, I guess I should explain it. I think we're all developers, and I take for granted we all know what it is. But you never know when somebody new might be listening and are not aware of it. Hacktoberfest uh, is the time of year, and I think it started a couple days ago. But let's just say October. Where all through October, developers are encouraged to contribute to some open source projects. Uh, the The rules have changed over the years. Now they're now they're very specific about the projects you can contribute to. Um, you have to actually, I I think you have to kind of try to get on, you know, like get accepted as a as an actual project. But they're still all open source projects. And it's just meant to kind of foster um, just open source, making open source stronger. So you can go to Hacktoberfest. You can see that the projects that qualify t- to be part of Hacktoberfest, and what you get as a developer is if I don't, I, I don't know the rules this year, but if a certain amount of PRs, I think it's only one. If if one PR gets uh accepted and merged that you contribute, you you get swag from DigitalOcean. It's not a lot. I mean they're not giving you money. There's nothing, but it's just a nice thing, right? And especially the first year, it, it was like this thing of everybody who got the t-shirt. And so I definitely encourage you to give it a look if you want to contribute to contribute. Uh, but if you're not a Regular contributor, open source, and you've always wanted to contribute to open source. There is a website out there that's posted now to the Discord channel. It'll be in the show notes as well, called Code Triage, and Code Triage is essentially the it's it's Hacktoberfest without the Hacktober part of it, where they just uh, it's it's a kind of an open directory of open source projects that are looking for help. I apologize. No, they're not looking for help. It's a directory of open source projects that where they, they look for certain tags and stuff and allow you to filter. Hey, I only want PHP projects. I only want uh, easy things I can contribute to, or, you know, first, first commit sort of stuff. It's a it's a really good site. I go I always forget about it and I just haven't had any free time, but I encourage everybody who's a developer to try to take some time and if you don't contribute to open source project, give it a shot. It's very satisfying. Yeah, Yeah, I think
0: if if you're if you're
2: if you're not if, if you don't feel that you're a strong developer, but you have uh, skills as a second language, one of the biggest things that you can contribute to Hacktoberfest is uh, documentation or translation in languages
0: other than English. Uh, or sometimes uh, in English. I've seen or, some yeah. of those documents out there, documentation yeah. out
2: there. It's a huge category. So if, if you're a, a bilingual or multilingual, check it out just to contribute to documentation or uh translation services it's a, it's a
0: huge help cool all I was going to say is I think we've talked to open source maintainers in the past Ben being one of them where it's a lot of work on the maintainers to even participate in hacktoberfest so yeah it's, while it's a good thing it's also a pain in the butt for them
2: I you know I know what I'm doing for hacktoberfest drinking beer uh no, actually, there's a, a a service I love and use a lot called uh, NGINX Reverse Proxy Manager.
1: You're doing this again? Nope. Are they a sponsor of the show?
2: No, it's just it's uh it's a non-reactive web interface, and I'm gonna make it reactive. I'm gonna try and try and learn some CSS.
0: Gotcha. Have you looked at any of the RFCs lately? Oh my I goodness, re- yes. This one is actually. Not new. It, it was posted uh, December of last year. Uh, just happened to come up in conversation with another developer today. Um, property hooks uh, introduced by a couple developers, one being Larry Garfield that we've talked about before. And the whole the whole point of them is trying to ease up on getters and setters to a point. There's a lot of boilerplate code that goes into uh, getters and setters if you add them to all of your properties in a class. Uh, I'm actually having an issue right now with moving to PHP 8.2 because of dynamic properties on an object.
1: Because it's not supported anymore?
0: It throws warnings, and we're trying really hard to mitigate as many warnings as we can because it slows down an application. i just i brought up i'm like well what about just adding a the magic get and set on the the parent object especially for this old library that we're using just to eliminate those warnings just use the magic method set to add to an array and use the magic method get to pull from the array and you're done um, so we're, we're going probably going to go down that road but the person i was talking to pointed out this RFC and I started looking at it and it's interesting, but it's also ugly. <laughs> like,
2: It is not... magic.
0: It, it's so if you scroll down, Eric down to the um, down a little bit further. So up top is showing how we've done it in the past showing getters mm-hmm. and setters, but there's the, the new syntax there. When you define a public variable, such as name as a string, you can add this hook in here to say hey when you set this variable here's the business logic you know i i, think.
2: Have, I have not seen this rfc before but what a minefield
0: it's it is definitely interesting
2: <laughs>
1: it
0: is fascinating
1: what what are your concerns there tom
2: well so <laughs> My my first concern is that the way that the PHP tokenizer works would fundamentally have to change. Uh, when you say when you say public array and then dollar sign elements, you're adding a step to the tokenizer that is going to slow things down. Uh, the The tokenizer right now expects a name, and you're going to have to say if you see a dollar sign. Then expect a, a a method call or a closure, but then it's magic. On top of that, it, you're you're basically saying any object, any object can be just defined as its as its properties. Yeah, I don't. Know. I it, I see so many bad use cases.
0: It'll be inter- interesting to see if that if it takes off.
1: I'm curious, since we do have a couple of people from internals in our Discord, being Ben and Sarah, if you're still around, Sarah, if either one of them or if either one of you two have seen the chatter on Twitter, asking asking the question, why do we still use the dollar sign in PHP and can we get rid of it?
0: <laughs> See, I like it personally. It makes it like...
1: readable. Good job.
0: No, I, I I'm the same way. It makes it more readable. It makes variables to me stand out. I've been using, you know, the dollar sign since back in the MS DOS basic days. It's just what I know as a variable, and I know it's yeah. not necessary. You can do in JavaScript. You don't need it. Yeah, you can it's, use it. it's
2: a, it, this is one of those things I would call an affectation of the language. I'm going to go ahead
1: and put up our uh, Patreon supporters while we talk have this conversation. Thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon. We don't give you guys enough recognition, I feel. And uh, you're all wonderful people. If any of you, any of you, contribute an article to PHP Architect, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a ticket to PHP Tech. Just any of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a nice guy. I am. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't understand what the benefit of removing it would be to to look more like other code, like Python, or I, I don't know. I I think I'd, I I think it, maybe it's nostalgia for me. I don't I I don't know if I have that strong of an opinion. I just don't know how it would work without it. I like having it. I don't see what. Why we would, why, why, why do it? I mean, I don't, I I don't understand where that's coming from.
0: I think back in the, I could be way wrong on this. I could be speaking crazy talk right now, but I think way back uh, you didn't, if you didn't have quotes around something, it just became a string. So you wouldn't be able to differentiate it from a variable. I mean, you'd have to have Mm -hmm. the dollar sign and then, I have the, the string after it. Now we have quotes and it doesn't work without it. So.
1: Yeah. Cool. So we're all kind of on the same page. None, none of us want to see it go away. Right, Tom?
2: Sarah is not on the same page.
1: But what's Sarah say?
2: Sarah is saying constants and variables are distinct symbol tables. And the dollar sign is what distinguishes them. So the very yeah. idea. No, but the very idea of processing a class expects, a missing dollar sign for a table lookup on a constant.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So fundamentally, the whole engine relies on the dollar sign to define which lookup table to use
1: mm-hmm.
2: for values. Like it, it right. would become.
1: We're it, all we're all saying it 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 would we're, we we want to keep it right? Well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm saying Sarah has like a legitimate PHP internals reason it could not change.
0: Uh it's one of those it could change everything is possible it's just a matter of it would be a huge backwards breaking change if you especially if you have a constant and the same variable name
2: okay that's interesting x hoeing a constant
0: or a string Uh,
2: sarah's getting into to c language or c plus plus language that's kind of c c
1: C is kind of her thing right
2: yeah so that's that's way outside my wheelhouse just just john never bring it up again
1: (laughs) 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 we
0: have
2: have some php news not a whole lot but some prove it are you interested
1: Are you going to talk about CakePHP live streaming their conference for free on YouTube? Is that what you're going to talk about?
2: I was going to tease it as if we were talking about Trongate, but yes, CakePHP. CakePHP has released 5.0.0.
0: Oh, really? Uh, They're they're releasing? Yeah, Yeah, that person I went to lunch with a couple weeks ago uh, was very excited about it. He was a huge Cake developer.
2: And And I love seeing mobility in this space. Uh, It's kind of upsetting that
1: their website is down right now. (laughs) Oh, there it goes. (laughs) This this takes a while. Thank you again for all our supporters on Patreon. Bye.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Minimum requirement, PHP 8.1, improved type hints, enum types, uh, upgraded to PHP unit 10, and uh, another... Batch of stuff like support for PSR 17 factories, a big list of contributors. I'm just reading a page at this point, but uh, yeah, huge props to, to cake PHP. I think Laravel needs some competition. <laughs> uh,
1: it's not, a, it's not a competition, uh, Tom. It's uh, just a preference thing, but yeah, I, I yeah. can't believe that it's here in Los Angeles and, in- I didn't feel like I, I need to go crash this thing. Uh the the cake fest that is. Uh they're they're here in Los Uh-oh. Angeles.
2: You the Cake Fest?
1: Yeah. The cake PHP conference.
2: They couldn't come up with something better than that, like the tea party. Cake cake is all about goofy. Tea Party's already taken. Yeah. Don't I like- <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Cake is all about goofy dames like the the uh, bakery is where they announced the uh, the 5.0 release.
1: Well, their their artist in command is bake. I I, I used to love that. You, you bake up your crud,
2: Ben. I'm not asking your opinion. I'm just telling you could be better.
1: So it's it, and it's right there. It's right there at the airport too, man. I need to uh, I should go crash this thing. I really should. I'm sure they want to see me. <laughs>
0: they were asking about you remember yeah Yeah, thank god he's not here
2: (laughs) we also have an interesting update from Derek Rathens Uh, Derek is the developer of xdebug and uh, it's been kind of slow in that department a lot of work developing xdebug for 8.2 and stuff like that but Uh, There's kind of a big update in this version of Uh, Xdebug. It has a backwards cache now, so that things that were dropped because of an exception being thrown from PHP are cached and remembered by Xdebug. So uh, when you throw an exception, it drops a bunch of what it considers garbage and only reports the exception information to PHP and to the debugger. Uh now the new version of Xdebug goes back for uh a chained eight thrown cached exceptions. So if you throw an exception, throw an exception, throw an exception, throw an exception, you can do that eight times before xdebug forgets what the uh contents of the previous uh stack were. So that's a, a big improvement for debugging libraries that are developed on top of PHP, stuff like that. Uh, and uh, I'm super excited about that. Xdebug I'm is also fully funded.
1: Also, uh, for the I'm also still reading reading about Cake. The latest is Cake. Requiring 8.1 now. Wow.
2: Eric, Eric loves Cake.
1: I do love Cake takes me I mean, back.
2: We did we started before we got onto the Laravel bus. We started with
1: Cake. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was my big talk. That was the first talk I I ever gave was making a blog yeah, in right. 15 minutes. Yep. With Cake PHP.
0: Yeah. I think it's the first one I tried but I had a massive homegrown monolith application and couldn't really put a a framework around it so i never did mm-hmm. like i spun it up just to play with it a little bit but never actually used it
2: it was what are right, what's um, in our so, discord right with the titles I, I i missed him last week and he comes back with pound cake
1: he, he's he's <laughs> he, he's got it right i mean i mean it's just everybody can stop suggesting titles at it's, this point. I think just yeah. what he does it's so <laughs> upsetting. He's like he's like he, Jordan, you know, he just steps on the court, does his thing, and he just walks off.
2: I threw a fit, let's call it 6 years ago about the loss of net neutrality.
3: It's been that long?
2: It has really been that long, and net neutrality is in a weird state because in England or the UK or whatever the, the, the about Kentucky term, again. The proper term for the United Kingdom. Uh they're going the opposite direction. So there's a, a new law that's being proposed that states that websites are wholly responsible for the content that they post and are required to actively moderate all content coming in uh Not necessarily by people, but by AI, bots, stuff like that. And anything that is questionable or objectionable gets removed automatically. Uh, The United States is moving in the opposite direction, bringing back net neutrality. Net neutrality has to do with Title II of the FCC's rules for internet hosting which is you as a host are not responsible for the content posted by the people on the website uh but you do have to still comply with any official order to remove content this is a huge win for internet freedom but the current spokesperson for internet freedom is Elon Musk so it's Kind of weird in my book. I feel very uncomfortable with it. I don't know. How do you guys feel? You're quiet to the point of making me feel awkward. (laughs) That's our job.
1: We talked about PHP architect earlier. I don't know if you were paying attention. Um, Dog was barking. Had to go outside. Talking about PHP tech as well. Uh, If you follow me on the social medias, you will know. That if you head over to the PHP Architect YouTube channel, we have released our keynote talks on there. So the keynote talks have been deployed to yeah, I'll add it to the show notes. Show notes coming in, coming in hot on the show notes. Wow, lots of show notes today. So yeah, all three of the uh the keynotes are there. Um yeah there's a new feature on Restream I want to take advantage of. I, I learned a few things. I kind of wanted to redo it, but I had already streamed this. So it's, it is what it is. But if you, you know, this is no PHP tech TV where you have to you know, buy, pay for anything to, to see it. This is just on YouTube for everybody to enjoy. Um, check it out. And if you're interested in attending tech in 2024, there's some, uh, QR codes there for you to click on.
0: Uh, looking at the the posted sessions and for or the for our call for speakers, and you told me earlier that somebody was hoping to be selected. Please don't do this, everyone. Four submissions is good. They submitted twelve <laughs> talks.
1: Oh, well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that's the that's the other extreme,
0: huh? That's a little extreme. Yeah. Like if I dominate the the list, I will be selected.
1: I mean, it, it's kind of <laughs> like uh, the raffle. You know, you buy enough tickets, you're bound to win one of them. <laughs> I'm increasing
0: my odds. I feel, I, we, I feel we would love calm. we would love some advanced talks on any topic. Yeah, we're trying to make a.
1: Push. I, I had this conversation with one of the Good speakers idea, today. It's weird because one of the feedbacks we got from last year was could really use some more advanced talks, and I get where that's coming from. If you go to enough conferences, you feel like you're seeing the same like intro sort of talks everywhere you go. So I get it, and I I think it's valid. I think I think we do need to have more advanced talks. But the other side of that coin is you don't you don't hear the, the the other people complaining because the other side of that coin is they'll come to you and say the talks were you know so over my head there there were too too advanced for me I I feel like I wasted my time coming here and to those people I just want to say John points this out all the time these little nuggets of information you get at a conference. Topics that you don't think you understand, but you heard something mentioned there, you would be amazed how often that comes back and benefits you. Where, okay, you didn't understand the topic, but you remember at the conference, somebody talking about it and it kind of gets you down that path for for research. So I don't want people to, I don't want to scare people off by saying we're looking for more advanced Talks I, I scare any attendees off because we're looking for more advanced talks. Everybody benefits from it, and, and they won't all be advanced. It'll, it'll be this. You know, we'll we'll have other talks without that. We're just asking for more advanced talks because I think there's a hunger for it in the community.
2: the The most fulfilled I felt at Tech was. The talk where I got halfway through it and I'm like, now it's out of my league, but I've had, I've had an actual experience listening to this.
1: Right. Well, it's it's not only the experience you, you now know somebody who is connected to that topic. So if the topic ever does come up to you again, you can, yeah. you can say, Hey, I remember such and such gave a talk on this. Maybe I can reach out to them. Because that's one of the things, speakers are always very open to, to people reaching what out. What is,
2: actually, now that you bring it up, what is Sarah Goldman's Twitter handle? <laughs> Shit. I keep, I keep forgetting. <laughs> right, it's called X now. <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> a was in our Discord. And again, that's, yeah. I think we've only said it a couple times, Discord discord.phpugly.com. Uh, oh, you woke in the crack in a woods. Look, nobody has said anything. So, NorCal kid and SoCal kid are together in hot, sunny Northern California, and uh, they're doing—they're doing. Oh, doing-
2: you're confusing me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're doing things together. It's—it's uh, it's a whole thing. I hope they're having a great time. I have to, oh. I have to do, I have to do thumbnails tonight. So, uh, but I, I think, I think it was just made it easy. Pound cake, baby. Just a big old cake and maybe, maybe Tom eating it. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. But yeah, they're uh, the, the siblings. They're having a siblings. Well, they're not having siblings and, 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 and partners and friends and friends. Partner friends and whatever Boy, everybody's called yeah. these days, uh, they're a, up there having a really good time. They are. They're going to so up in San Francisco. Field. Up in San Francisco, they. I guess NorCal kid was telling me about the fact that there's a museum there that has adult only nights where you have to be over twenty one to go. There's alcohol served, and it sounds like a blast. They've done it a couple times. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think that's one of the things they're doing. I think that so might solving be what doing.
0: solving a mystery oh, at the museum. Um,
1: oh, so they are at the museum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they they're up there having a good old time. Where's uh, the current wife? Is she with them? Current wife is working. No, no, current wife is mm-hmm. working. Current nice. wife is talking about uh, taking a trip up there as what I think in the next couple of weeks possibly. Um yeah so i
2: yeah, will, i will, uh, I did,
0: will be, did you guys just dox yourself i mean <laughs> anyway good
2: I will be in your guys's area from the twelfth to the sixteenth next
1: month in southern in southern california
2: wasn't gonna dox myself but
1: how is southern that's a region of the country that's not doxing yourself well
2: i as we've already stated it's Saying i'm not gonna be home
1: next country, month the twelfth and thirteenth would be Probably doxing yourself for any burglars who want to introduce themselves to your dog.
2: So anywhere from here to Camp Pendleton is Southern California.
1: <laughs> that's not correct. No. <laughs> yes, I guess technically it is correct, but that's not where Southern California ends.
2: <laughs> where then? Where does it end? <laughs> There's no sign. There's no sign saying now. You're, you're
3: leaving Southern <laughs> Southern California. Where? ten. Where, where would you?
1: Where would you consider Los Angeles, or is that south of San Diego? I'm just asking for a friend.
2: I'm not a map.
1: <laughs> oh, you kill me. Oh. Yes, you're right. Tom, I I do not think there are signs <laughs> letting you know when you're entering and leaving the different regions of California. Well, that explains
2: my confusion then, doesn't it? <laughs> not really, but I'm
1: trying to help you out. <laughs> 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 oh, that's why we love you, Tom. Alright, we are running along. I have Just a to edit this and I have to do thumbnails and blah 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 blah. So that's it. We're gonna wrap it up for
0: episode. What episode? Are we on? three. What? What is this? Three fifty yep. 354. Yep. Three hundred and fifty four. I'm John. Keep it ugly. Did he even say? Did he even say anything? No, he didn't. That's why I moved on. Keep it I'm ugly. Oh, keep
1: it ugly.
3: Keep well, we're real professional. One, two, one, two. ah, uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. You shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love.